0: Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Devotion. What a privilege to spend this time together with you and to see some good things happening. So Corey, Morris, Donna, Tessie, it's good to see you out there. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you out there. Thankful for what God is doing in our midst. Let me, uh, before we get started here today, a couple of technical issues. I'm working on a microphone here. That's what I'm doing. Let me know if you can hear me okay. We're having microphone. I think I'm on my fourth microphone the last 30 days. So let me know if you can hear me okay. Uh, just give it a moment here. We're in 21 days of prayer and this is day 14. I'm very thankful, very thankful that you've held with us. So when we're in the 21 days, we go straight through, straight through. Thank you, Morris. Thank you, Virginia. Um, we just go straight through these 21 days actually end up doing 26 days because we'll catch the Monday and Friday on the other end. But what a precious time. What a great time that we're in together. It's an unusual season and we've held together. We are in day 14. Now, if you're following in the book on prayer, uh, the book on prayer is Heaven's Password. And I talk a little bit about the Keswick Roots of the higher life, the full life, the surrendered life. The theme that really, uh, sort of parallels the holiness movement, uh, in the Lake District of England, Keswick. And, and it's, it's spilled over into so much of what we do. Sort of the theme, let go and let God. It's surrender. Surrender is a synonym for the Christian way of life. To let go to release it into God's care and to watch God do amazing things. So that's the devotion on day 14 is Heaven's Password. And I hope you're enjoying the book. Um, We're believing, we're believing in this day and this age that great things are going to happen. Yes, we continue to hear disturbing news all around us. But our faith is greater than our circumstance, amen? That's it. It's not my will, it's thy will, not my battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. We're letting go and letting God. Now, that's easy to say, but it's not easy to do. And as we finish this second week of 21 days of prayer and fasting, I'm just curious, what do you need to let go of? What do you need to release into his care and into his keeping not just what but who who that's it karen sterling who and on this sunday morning we're going to focus on the who and not the what i'll let you know in advance we're moving into a season of prayer we've said that the every seventh day which would be the sunday mornings during this morning of a devotion 21 days of prayer during the Sabbath day, we're going to devote it to prayer, as will today be. And I want to let you know the who's we are praying for. Is that okay? I don't know their names. You do. Our God will bring you their names. First, we're going to pray for ourselves. Yes. Now, I, I don't know if you know this, but when you really look at prayer... Prayer is somewhat selfish. Yes, give us this day. Deliver us not. Forgive us. I think we need to get our own hearts right and pray for ourselves before we start praying for others. Is that okay? So first of all, we're going to pray for ourselves, this present generation. Then we're going to pray for those coming after us, our children, their children, those in our extended families that we're praying for. And third, we're going to pray for others, the unknowns, those who we do not know, declaring the generations. I want to use that word generations today. A generation in scriptures is a certain time, certain interval for a certain people Some say a generation is 40 years. You can find that in the Bible. Others say 100 years. You can find that in the Bible. Some say 70 or 80 years. More important than the time span, though, the prophet asked of the suffering Savior, who will declare his generation? I think Noah was perfect in his generation. David served his generation. We have a generation. It's our generation, Morning Devotion family, Marlene, Linda, Dee, this is our generation. It's about you. It's about me. What will be said of us? Did we serve our generation? Did we faithfully present the good news? Did we hold to the old landmarks? Did we follow the righteous path? Were we fearless in reaching this generation? Scripture talks of this present darkness in context of the whole armor of God. Wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers, against rulers of the darkness of this present world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are the light of the world. Are we piercing the darkness? Or has the darkness overshadowed us, enveloped us? Some sober questions, I think. But we're not without resources. We pray. Oh, we pray. We start out praying, not for our not for others today, but for ourselves. It's me, O oh Lord, the old song said, standing in the need of prayer. Let's not begin with others' needs today. Jesus taught us to pray. Give us this day. Lead us not. Pray for ourselves. What do you need today? Jeanette, what do you need? Catherine Kirk, what do you need? Finances, new job? Is there a COVID situation? One of you just emailed me that a whole church here in Houston is out for the weekend with COVID. Is it anxiety, cancer, depression, loneliness? Yes. If you would, we're going to take a few moments here today and we're going to pray together. We're going to pray for our generation. I think it's needed. I think it's needed. And so would you, would you bind together, Tammy, Matthew, Beverly, would you bind together with me? And let's pray for us, for us. And if you have a personal need, I'm, I'm not talking about what's happening in your family. If you have a personal need, I'm not talking about what's happening, uh, your third cousin's gardener's son who plays shortstop on someone's team. Uh, no, I'm talking about you, you. What do you need? And if you feel comfortable, just list it out to the side. And for a few moments, Morning Devotion family, we're going to spend in prayer. Father, I'm coming to you on behalf of Wendy and Kathy and Vicki. I'm coming to you on behalf of everyone. Everyone, Lord, under the sound of my voice. God, you know what we have need of. Even before we ask it, before we awaken this Sunday morning, and before we realized the need was there. You are already there. Just as you put Joseph in Egypt 20 years before the famine appeared, God, you have anticipated our needs, that your reservoirs in heaven, they're not empty, God. You own cattle on a thousand hills, Lord. You can provide You are the God that has revealed himself in 1,000 different titles and names in scripture because you want us to know that you're more than sufficient for our every need. I'm praying for those on this morning devotion family right now. I'm not praying for their children. I'm not praying for their brothers and sisters. I'm praying for them, those who show up each and every morning, God. I'm praying, Lord, that you would make bare your right arm of power and move a mountain, move a mountain out of their way, Lord. I'm praying, oh God, that you would heal, that you would heal those that right now are sick, right now have got a negative report. I'm praying, God, that you would heal those in morning devotion. I'm praying, oh God, for Phil and for Penny and Jeremiah and Catherine right now and Joyce. God. You know what we have need of. You know, you know, Lord. And because you know, we can come boldly before the throne of grace and ask in the time of need. We know that our God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory. I'm talking about emotional needs relational needs, social needs, uh, physical needs, Lord. Uh, you're going to provide them. I believe you are the same God that parted the waters. Part the waters for everyone under the sound of my voice right now. Part the waters, God. Make a way where there seemed to be no way, Lord. You are the one whose footsteps are in the sea. You are the one, oh Lord, that we cannot track, but we trust. You are the one, oh Lord, that we're leaning on with all of our heart. You are the one, God, that's going to see us through this wilderness uh, of a COVID season, Lord, going into the third year of this. I believe, God, You are the one that's going to vanquish this uh, off of this continent, Lord. Uh, In the mighty name of Jesus, you're going to do this work. Uh, I pray for everyone right now, Lord. I pray for Michael, God, that unspoken need. I pray, Lord, for Donna, for healing, O Lord, a right spirit, God. I pray for David. I pray, God. I pray right now. I pray that you are going to do this, O Lord. And you're going to bless us and you're going to be with us and you're going to provide for us. You are the one who's always a day ahead, a week ahead, a lifetime ahead of us. God, we follow in your path, order our steps in the Lord, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, praise God. I pray. I pray for our generation. Alberta and Ron, I hope, I hope that you have sensed something right now. I hope you sense the prayers of people. And those of you that are coming on later in the day, as you join in, and maybe you see a need that someone expressed that resonates with you. That it's what you're facing. That you you didn't have the vocabulary to articulate. You couldn't really say, but what was wrong with you yesterday? But when you read some need going by, you said, "That's me. That's where I'm at." That's where I'm at. I pray God will bless you and keep you and touch you right now. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. We not only pray for our generation, we, we have the assurance that this is for the next generation. Covenants, Genesis 17, from generation to generation. There's an overarching agreement God makes with people of faith for multiple generation. We wanna pray next for the next generation. My, le- my late pastor used to preach that this is the lost generation, the last generation, the lost generation. He called it the last generation. He used the scripture, this is the generation upon whom the ends of the world have come. And if it was true back when he preached it, how much truer is it today? That we live in the soonness and the nearness of the coming of the Lord. This is the last generation, the lost generation. Even when he preached this, he was seeing a complete dissolution of the old guard of ethics. I remember a sign on the old church in Broadway that he had put up. The new morality is the old immorality. The lust generation given over to the desires of the flesh. He preached that in an era when a future was coming like a freight train. The theme of that generation was turn on, tune in, drop out, sad day, a lustful generation. I believe we're always concerned about the next generation because faith is just a link on a golden chain. Yes, we're wondering what's happening in our generation. You look at the mandates the distancing, the school shut down. You look at all the disruption. We wonder how will this impact the next generation? We want to pray here for our children and for our children's children. That was the assurance in Acts 2 at the birth of the church. This is for you and for your children and for the generations that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Do you have, you have some children? that you wanna pray for, grandchildren? Are there any prodigals that you just wanna lift up their names in prayer? Would you like this group to join with you and pray and believe God together? I believe, I believe there's a welcome home that's coming. There's a welcome home. Lord, I'm praying today in church services all across the world. I'm praying some prodigals come home today. I'm praying that in the mighty name of Jesus. Virgil, Randy, Cheryl, let's go to the Lord in prayer and pray for the next generation. Can we pray right now? Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that what you gave in us and what you started in us, it was not designed to end with us, that our lives are not cul-de-sacs and dead ends, Lord, but they are thoroughfares. They are thoroughfares of faith, uh, just as Eunice and Lois uh, and their faith and knowledge of scriptures affected Timothy. Lord, uh, I believe that what we're doing today has a mighty effect uh, on generations to come. I pray. I pray for the next generation. I pray, Lord, uh, for who the people, the scholars are calling nuns today that they answer those questionnaires, what is your faith? And they say, I have none. I'm praying, God, that a seed of the kingdom, that one of these individuals on morning devoted, one of them sowed into the next generation's life. uh, I'm praying, God, that it germinate. I'm praying that it take root. I'm praying that it bears fruit, Lord. I'm praying right now for everyone under the sound of my voice uh, who has children uh, that are struggling struggling through this season in which we're living, grandchildren uh, that are lost, numbed uh, by the effects of our generation and our day. Uh, I'm praying, oh God, uh, for those that are coming on, for those who are on the wings, uh, those who will be the church, not of tomorrow, but the church of today. We pray for the next generation. I pray, Lord, uh, I pray for April's family right now. I pray for Ginger's daughter. I pray, God, I pray, Lord, right now that you would shower them with raindrops of mercy and grace, Lord. That as the mist comes in the morning, that you would rise all over this planet, God, all over the seven continents and seven seas uh, and shower people with mercy, Lord. Uh, like Nebuchadnezzar, I pray for a prodigal who will come uh, into an understanding. Uh, they may have been they may have been wandering for seven years, uh, but let them come to an understanding today, Lord. Uh, put them back in their right mind. Like the prodigal in the pig pen, I pray that someone will come to themselves. Uh, I pray, Lord. I pray for children that are going to be in Sunday school classes this morning. I pray for those in kids' church. I pray for those family members, Lord, that are far from you. I pray, I pray that your spirit would rain on them right now, God. Let this day this remarkable Sunday, the first day of the week, the Lord's day. Let them be in the spirit on the Lord's day. I'm praying, oh Lord, for Charles's family. I'm praying for Glenn's family, praying for Christina's family. God, if you don't do this, no one else can do this. Uh, You see the people that have tried to reason with them. You see the hurt and the pain. You have hedged their paths uh, with thorns, uh, like Hosea's wayward wife. Uh, They've been hurt. They've been wounded, uh, but still they won't come home, Lord. Uh, Oh God, let them come to themselves. And when they come to themselves, let them come to the foot of the cross. Uh, Touch them, I pray. I pray for the next generation, Lord. I pray for the gifts and the callings that are upon them. Uh, I pray for the abilities they have. Uh, I pray, oh God, uh, I pray that you would bless them and touch them right now. Uh, Jesus, uh, we call them by name. Jesus, uh, we ask you to bring them home, Lord, you see a suffering parent. You see a parent that's plagued with guilt. You see a parent that's living in the land of couldas and shouldas and wouldas. And had I only said this and had I only done that, Lord, would you alleviate that guilt right now, God? And would you cause them to open their hearts and open their minds to what you're doing In the next generation, Lord, surely, surely in the midst of this generation, there are forgotten individuals that are rising in our midst. Uh, Bless them, I pray. Bless them, I pray. Give them a prayer life. Give them a strong walk with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray that for you, Iris. I pray that for you, Beverly, Susan. I pray that for you, Jose. I believe. I believe, God. I believe God is doing this. I believe it with all of my heart. The Lord is doing this. I want you to pray for one more group of people. And then as, as we do with prayer services, I'm just going to bring back up the title slide and let it go for a few minutes. I want you to pray for the unknown generation. I want you to pray for the unknowns, the others, the people that are out there right now that need God so desperately. We don't know their names. We pray for ourselves. We pray for those, our loved ones. Would you pray for others? And maybe this is when you just start lifting up the names of churches and missionaries and, and people that you know, but then also leave room for the unknown. And this is the, this is the realm of intercession. Would you join with me? Alberta, Lupe, would you join with me? Sonia, and let's pray. Father, (laughs) you said when you walked on earth that you had other flocks that we know not of. God, you know their names. I pray, Lord, for the unknown individuals, for others in our midst that are watching, looking, seeking, and hungry. Oh, God, you know where every Cornelius is in every community. You know, God, where every Lydia is. You know where the individuals are who so desperately need you. I pray, God, for churches that are in obscurity right now. I pray for missionaries uh, that have had to go dormant uh, because of the culture we're living in. I pray for those who are in oppressed countries that can't even participate in this morning devotion. I pray, oh God, for that unnamed but potentially ransomed throng that we're gonna worship God with for eternity out of every nation, out of every kindred, tribe, tongue, and people Uh, I'm praying for individuals, God, that I don't even know their names. You see them, Lord. Let me be a bridge. Let our prayers today be a bridge. I believe, Diana, I believe it, Trenton. I believe God is using our prayers right now. I want to intercede for the lost in this area. I want to intercede, oh God, for those who've walked away from church. They think the last time I want to intercede for a second chance. I want to intercede for mercy, God, show Mercy in your righteousness, in your justice, Lord, show mercy to our land and to our people, oh God. I pray right now. I pray, God, for those, those that are in the sphere of influence of morning devotion those that David and Lisa and Carol know, and those who are three and four people away from them, God, I believe that you can do something in our lives today that can radiate outward to all of those individuals that you can bless and you can touch and you can move in their lives. Oh, Lord, I pray right now. I pray right now, God. I'm praying, Lord, for people I don't know, But thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, Lord. I want you to reign over the hearts of men and women and communities and provinces and states and nations, O Lord. Do this by your mighty power. I believe, O God. I believe that you're answering prayer. I pray right now, God. I pray right now for every service that will be held today. I pray, O Lord, that your spirit would be made evident. I pray that your spirit would overflow and you would touch and you would empower and you would anoint, oh Lord, oh God, such that those driving by would be drawn into your presence. Uh, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. This is prayer day. This is prayer day of morning devotion. I'm going to I'm going to just step away just a moment where I can focus on the needs that you put on the screen. We're declaring the generations, ours, the next, and the unknown generations. We're declaring it. If you have a special need, you can put it up right now. Would you join with me? And let's just pray for those special needs. Let's give this a few moments and let's see what God is doing in our midst. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this today. Let's continue in prayer. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.